I would like to point out, as this is the second Spider conversation in a row, his favorite superhero is Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> We're you, not going to make this about me. You apparently have some underlying issues if you can't decide whether you like spiders or not. We're not going to make this about me. But you got to make a decision. Like, either you hate spiders. I do. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Animan Plus. This is episode 33. I'm your host, Alex Light with Sparky3. Hopefully, you're having a phenomenal day, whatever day you're listening to this podcast. Shout out to the new music. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. It's a good bop. Link down in the description below if you want to go listen to it as well. Uh, joining with me, as always, we have my guy, Zach, here in studio. Zach, how are you? I'm doing good. What's going on? Uh, not too much. Having a good day so far. Mass Effect yep. is coming out in six hours. I'm pumped ready to play it. That's all I'm doing all weekend. Oh, question for you. Answer for you. So that picture you sent me, did you end up ordering that box with the garrisons? <laughs> uh, no, but I am thinking about printing it off, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just nothing but Garrus. Yeah, I am thinking about getting that. Uh, also, shout out to the fact we have Josh here in studio. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Having doing a great good. day? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a great day. I want to point something out that okay. I've been noticing Okay. on this display. It yes. looks like Yusuke just has really big lips. And you I know, can, can't unsee it. Fuck, now I can't unsee it because <laughs> yeah. that's literally all wow. I see now. <laughs> yeah, because the shading, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that is literally all I see now. Yeah. I'm, I, You're I, welcome, guys. I hate you. Why did you have to point that out to me? <laughs> you know, I'm probably going to forget it next week and just be like, he's gritting his teeth, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> also, shout out to the fact, uh, here soon you can uh, see some more displays. Zach just ordered some. Uh, some more so you get to see some uh, different variations he ordered some that will be featured on lighthearted as well as some that will be featured here on the show so definite shout out to that pretty exciting uh need to i need to order more as well there are more that i want to i need to get around to ordering though but we'll get there eventually i mean now's a good time right now on display until sunday they got a 30 percent or 36 percent off for their birthday don't don't tempt me with these things hey this is a good time don't tempt me with these things. <laughs> um, so I already mentioned it. I mentioned uh, Lighthearted. You know, that show is officially back. So shout out to that, dude. It, uh, Zach was on the show with me. He's been my co-host for it. Uh, we also had a new voice that you guys may not have heard before, My uh, our friend John. Uh, we've talked about him a couple times here on Animan Plus. You know, dogging. I've dogged. Zach's tried to defend one of his favorite animes, Mysterious Girlfriend X. Uh, John may part be partaking in Lighthearted, a lot more going forward. We also have a couple more people that are going to potentially be on the show. A lot of cool things going on over at Lighthearted, a lot of things to be excited about. We have the Pokemon 25th and uh, Zelda 35th special that's going to be coming out as well that uh, Josh is going to be doing with me. Josh, you're pretty pumped up for that. We're recording it in, like, yeah. what, a week? Yeah, yeah a week. Next, next weekend. Yeah, we're doing the Pokemon yeah. 25th, and then probably a couple weeks after that we'll do Zelda 35th. They're both slated to come out in June. I may actually go ahead and just push Zelda back to be released in July since Skyward comes out at the beginning of the month. I feel like I could do a nice little lineup there. Uh, so, yeah, Pokemon 25th and Zelda 35th coming out here soon for Lighthearted. That's super exciting. Uh, if you want to follow some Lighthearted news, at Lighthearted Pod on Twitter is a good way to do so. Um, as You can also follow us at Animan Podcast where we put up uh, weekly polls, chapter polls, other polls, and sometimes we share news. It just depends. Yeah. It depends on the news. It, it depends on how active we want to be that day. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, that's true. It depends on how active Josh and I want to be. You know? should, should we also shout out that 
Um, if you're looking for the lighthearted podcast, it's not the one about lighthouses. That's true. Yeah. It's not about lighthouses. Because that's the number one thing that will pop up. Trust me. Yeah, it is not about lighthouses. The logo has a, a nice generic brick wall that everyone has used before with a nice little neon light logo that says lighthearted. So it is not about lighthouses. We're not uh, watchers of the sea. We're, we're not We're not following that line. <laughs> I made a meme about that I found the other day when I brought it up. Okay, did you? Yeah. Okay, well, no, we talk about video games and movies and TV and, and other things. Like I know for this next episode, um, episode 40, that does actually start the video format on our YouTube channel, Sparky3, uh, where we're also obviously doing the Animan Plus stuff. If you're watching, hey, what's up? Uh, we all, we, I will be talking about my first thoughts for the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and uh, we're also going to get Zach to talk about his first thoughts of the new game Hood. You've been playing that. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so we're gonna be talking. We're giving our first thoughts on those, and then just other general news that's come out. We got, we have, we got, we've got a lot more news kind of come out as E3 gets closer and closer. Really exciting there. Um, and then I think the last little plug is that hey, if you guys want to support us further, the Patreon's a great way to do so. Patreon.com forward slash Spark E3. We would greatly appreciate it, but don't feel obligated. Just listen to the show. We appreciate you for that. Be a friend. Tell a friend that you're checking out the show. Just help the show grow. I mean, Animan Plus has been on a steady rise every single month. We've broken a download record every month. We're on pace to break it this month. I feel like if we get one good like extra cast out, I feel like we're going to break it again. Uh, I feel like we're, 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 doing, we're, we're on a pretty good pace right now for only having two episodes out in May. We're on a really good pace right now. Uh, I did notice Lighthearted was on a pretty good pace for episode the episode 39. First episode back in a while. It was on a pretty good pace so far. Oh, dang. People were actually aware of it when it came when it released. Yeah. Except uh, for CastBox. Yeah, I did get that fixed. Cool. That, that was resolved. Uh, I just had to shoot them an email. It was a duplicate RSS feed problem uh so they took care of it everything's fixed we're back on cast box uh but yeah you know if you compare 39's downloads to like the like let's say uh 36 37 38 yeah 39's on a pretty good pace so far so that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty cool shout out to everyone checking out the show we appreciate you guys um so let's actually jump into the news let's talk let's talk some anime manga that's why we're here right uh so the first bit of news is uh we do have an update on uh weekly shonen jump volume sales for may 2021 uh we gave you the first three-day rankings last time but now we got some hard numbers for how they're currently doing so obviously number one is is matchal volume six uh we we could have guessed that based on how the rankings were when we last talked about it uh so so far the sales numbers is 45.6 thousand copies have been sold undead unluck volume six uh 19.5 Yozakor Family Volume 8, 15.9. Uh, the Dead Series, Phantom Seer Volume 3, 11.1. Uh, and then ITLC Volume 1, a big yikes at 2.6. That is, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, just about. Yeah. That is bad. Uh, we, I mean, based on the first three-day rankings, we saw how horrible it was. I think it started at like 159, then it dropped to like 269, then like 289. I think we're around there. Uh, with how horrible it dropped. I mean, ITLC is set to be axed at, at this point. I mean, me and Josh, we, we mentioned it before that we felt like even though we enjoy the writing, this is not a series that we could see getting a lot of push yeah. from Jump to keep alive. Big bummer about Phantom Seer, though, uh, still. I mean, the sales are, are pretty solid so far. It's got some more in circulation. I've seen a lot of people talk about, and this is totally fair, because you know we, we talked about how the series didn't really feel unique enough. You know, it, it was good, but kind of generic. I know a lot of people were talking that they really hope the artist gets paired up with another writer. 
which is totally fair. I mean, yeah. even if you look at like volume three, that cover is is incredible. That is a great cover, super detailed. Uh, but even just the art throughout the series it was really solid. So I've seen a lot of people comment that they hope the artist at least gets paired up with another oh, another yeah, writer. Most definitely. So maybe we'll see something out of them in the future. Uh, we do have uh, the issue twenty four lineup that's about to come out here in a couple days. When the, the day that this episode is posted, will be issue twenty four. And the, uh, let's see the two most notable things that shout out is ITLC and Ball Parade are the last two. ITLC with the la- the dead last slot, Ball Parade with second to last. Bummer on Ball Parade. Yeah, but I I I, I can get it. I guess. I mean, I, I'm not saying that you know any knock against the series, but it's slow pace for the reasons we've stated like three times now. And that's going to turn people off to the series. Um, I do, you know, this past chapter, we got introduced to, uh, another member of the team that pretty much joined the team instantly. And then we already got a setup for the next member of the team. And it kind of goes back to what I was, what we kind of talked about is that depending on how quickly these last few members join the team, I feel like it's going to kind of set up that if it's going to end soon, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like you said that, so this most recent chapter, it was just, real quick recruit where the other two we've had like two to three chapters each yeah building it up and then we also had that sort of in shot of where another character going to join and then just one sort of hanging off on his side which yep was part of the group of three it showed when after they recruited their shortstop and had when their names are getting out there and people are noticing <laughs> yeah exactly so i i feel like with how quickly that chapter kind of paced to get a couple more members i feel like it's it's Potentially not that far from from getting axed, but oh well. Uh, we do have a little bit of news on issue twenty five, which is gonna be next week's. Hey, we got a different cover this time. Yoza Cora family is getting the cover. I'm pumped about that. Not only is it getting the cover, it's actually getting a thirty four page extension. Nice. That is legit. And dude, this arc that it's in right now is incredible. And we're reaching like kind of like the climax of this arc. It feels like with where we are and where this last chapter ended. So, 34 pages. I am so pumped to read that chapter next week. It's going to be really cool. And it's, it's also just, you know, we've talked about it, you know, on the show before, how Shonen Jumps has been kind of safe about the covers, you know, Dr. Stone, One Piece, and then, you know, the only the new ones have, have yeah. been the cover so far. So, with Yozakor family getting this cover for issue 25, I'm kind of curious to see where it's going to kind of open up from there. Are we going to see maybe a Mashal cover for, like, 26? Because Mashal's been non- yeah. pretty nonstop recently. Sales are good. His content's been great. You know, we're going to see an Undead Unlock one here in the future. And eh, maybe. You know, content's kind of at, like, you know, a slow rise kind of points. And might, might hold off a little bit on that. So, yeah, pretty excited to see who's going to get uh, covers coming up here in the near future. Still talking about Undead Unluck. Uh, Kubo, you know, most, you know, obviously Bleach here mm-hmm. and Burn the Witch. You know, he, in, a, in an interview, this is just a little fun fact for everyone. He uh, he named Undead Unluck, Sakamoto Days, and High School Family as some current Shonen Jump series that he's been really enjoying reading. Just a random fun fact for you. I was kind of more curious about High School Family more than anything. Uh, I've, I have not seen anyone say mm-hmm. High School Family is good, but uh, hey, if you like it, you like it. Hey, right? It's got Kubo's approval. Yeah. That it, means. Well, dang, gotta hold off chopping it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I think it. Uh, I think in issue twenty four, it's getting a color page too. So you know, there you he go. Kubo single handedly saved it, even though the sales, the sales on High School Family, I'm pretty sure are like worse than what we just saw at ITLC. So like, I'm just saying. Well, you never know. High School Family may get the, um, Mori King or a Gravity Boys treatment. 
That's true. Just holding off while they're while they're building up a batch of new series yeah. to come out here like this summer or something. Uh, next little bit of news is uh, the Demon Slayer movie is the highest grossing 2020 movie, making $474.6 million worldwide. And that's as of so far. Shout out to that, man. Yeah. I saw that it's the fourth highest grossing movie of 2021. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Right on. Right on. Glad you said that little tidbit because I totally forgot to add something like that to the script. That's on me. I'm a terrible host. No, I mean, I didn't put it in the yeah. in the script thing. No, that's fine. Um, so how would you guys pronounce his name? Sue Ishida? Sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, not? Sue Ishida, uh, creator of Tokyo Ghoul, uh, is back with a new manga, uh, Chojin X. You can read it on Shonen Jump or the Manga Plus app. I think all three of us have read it, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three of us have checked it out already. We'll kind of give our brief thoughts on that here in a little bit. Uh, the one thing to note about this is there's currently no release schedule set up. Like, it, <laughs> like it's literally a, at his discretion. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I do think there is going to be a release schedule set up soon. But as of right now, it's like, here's chapter one, guys. Uh, you'll get chapter two whenever I whenever feel I like feel it. like it. We'll see. <laughs> That's I, I what it know. sounds like. Yeah. So we don't even know when chapter two is going to come out. I mean, it was it was okay. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. Uh, next little next one we got here is a uh, Castlevania: The Final Season. It's now on Netflix. I think as of today when we're recording this episode. So anyone who wants to continue on the Castlevania anime, you can go check that over there. Uh, Blue Lock, which is a soccer manga and a series that's actually been really like acclaimed pretty well by yeah. by a lot of authors uh, that are saying, "Hey, you need to check this out." Uh, it's in Weekly Shonen Magazine. We'll apparently have a major project announcement uh, with the Weekly Shonen Magazine that comes out uh, next week on the nineteenth. Only assuming it's going to be an anime. Uh, that's the obvious major assumption. But then again, we could get uh, we could get you know tea you know, for something. I'm gonna guess a phone game. Phone game, okay. That that would be a major. That would definitely be a major, uh, major project. You know, because I know over in like China and Japan and stuff, everyone loves their phone games over there. So that that is definitely a possibility. Would yep. not would not surprise me there. But uh, I haven't actually checked out Blue Lock yet. Um, I might sometime in the future because I've seen multiple artists saying like, "Hey, this is really solid. You guys need to check it out." But we'll get there eventually. I, my my weekly Shonen magazine lineup that I've been reading is slowly just growing more and more. Um, and next little bit of news we have here is, uh, so there is, uh, apparently an alternate ending slash extended ending to attack on Titan. And apparently it is bad. It is horrible. And it yeah. makes the ending that they already had worse. So the, the base little tidbit on this that I gathered is for the magazine, uh, 51 pages was his limit that he could do for the actual magazine. But meanwhile, the volume, he can get eight more pages onto that. So this that's where the extended version of the ending is going to be coming out. And uh, the author went on to talk about how he basically didn't get to do the ending that he really wanted to do. He felt like the theme that he wanted to do for the ending, he felt like he could not draw it properly the way that he would have liked to. Uh, he said he, he felt, he even admitted he felt overconfident. He felt like he this ending was going to be able to please everyone. And he ultimately just fell short. And he did apologize for falling short. But from everything that I've seen from the leaks of this Attack on Titan uh, extended ending, apparently everyone absolutely hates it. Apparently it's terrible. <laughs> uh, I don't know much about Attack on Titan. Josh, you kind of read a little bit of this extended ending that I sent in our, our Discord. You know, your just initial thoughts. Is it is it just as bad as everyone's making it out to be? I mean, I read the original ending, and it was bad. And the the stuff you threw in Discord, like I I don't see how that helps it at all. Right. It's just more that you 
don't necessarily need. Right. Because none of it adds anything to the ending. Besides um, just making it worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It doesn't necessarily even make it worse. It's just like, why? Mm-hmm. Why at this point? It's just, I don't know. What it, a what a fall from grace that yeah. series has had over just like between um, these last few months with mm-hmm. the with the anime and then you know because that's that's a monthly manga so yeah like the last like four or five months worth of chapters like just what a quick fall from grace Attack on Titan has exactly had. Jesus Christ man it, it went from being like Harold is like this incredible series to just now everyone's saying yeah just because of the ending alone just avoid the series yeah. I mean, uh, speaking of like the Mass Effect, like Mass Effect 3's ending, remember that? Hey, hey. I love that ending. Yeah. You're talking to a fanboy over here. I will, when you have fanboys, look, they always love everything. I will, defi- I will defend that ending for multiple reasons. Okay, cool. You may have liked the ending, I know, but guess what? I know. You were I'm, the minority, I buddy. I was the minority, <laughs> yeah. And you know, on that, I, I'm not going to sidetrack on this. I know this, I do want to point out the one of the, like, the, the writers, directors of the game, they did come out and confirm like late last year that the the big theory that I've been on board with, a lot of people's been on board with for the ending of Mass Effect 3, he did admit, hey, that's a dope theory, but we're not smart enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because the foam panel just yeah, fell on Josh. I just felt it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, he did confirm that that ending was uh, was not canon, but he said it is good. I look, Josh just half ass turned to Josh, put the camera on Josh. <laughs> like Josh, point out to the one that fell. Like it's just like half ass hung up there right now. <laughs> I just literally just went. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's a shame. I still like the ending though. In my mind, that ending is canon. That director said, "Hey, you believe whatever you want to believe, people." All right. So that's my take on it. But anyway, yes, I am on the minority on that. And then when it comes to Attack on Titan, I saw a lot of people make comments where it's just like, "Well, I'm glad I, you know, I dropped the series, you know, halfway. I'm glad I didn't pick it back up. I noted not to pick it back up." So yeah, what a fall from grace. But uh, I just got to finish out that ride, even though I know yeah. how bad it's going to be. Yeah. So you can uh, give us the full breakdown here on Animan Plus uh, next year. Yeah, because it's like what next? Is it just confirmed for next year? Do we have a season? Like, is it going to be fall or, or what? Do we winter? Know? Winter. I was about to say, well, I thought it was winter. So yeah, it's winter twenty twenty two. Okay, so that's the beginning of next year then. Yep. Okay, cool. So I get a whole year not to watch it. Hell yeah! Turn or a whole six months not to watch it. Yeah. And then you get to dive back into it, and it's just like with Zach with Dragon Quest. God knows when that's going to end for you. <laughs> Never. Never. He's just stuck in it. <laughs> 900 episodes later, we'll be here. Yeah. Listening. It's the one reliable, that and one piece, the, the two things that are the most reliable here. It is by far, yes. Uh, all right. So the last bit of news we got, and it's a pretty big one. This, this, this news started to get leaked, I think, like literally after we finished recording last week. This news started yeah. to hit the internet. Uh, there's a new Dragon Ball Super movie on the way for 2022. It was getting leaked all over the place, and then Toriyama kind of stepped up and said, hey, we got we got news on that coming on Goku Day, which is this past Sunday. I wanted to throw out that Toei Animation is the one that leaked yeah, it. Yeah, they're the ones that leaked it. Wow. Yep. Yep. And then that, then they just kind of bounced from there where they're just like, they just rolled with it. Yeah. They just rolled with pretty it. Pretty much. Uh, which another example of someone just rolling with it in terms of, like stuff getting leaked and was just funny was uh, whenever it was leaked for the uh, Xbox Series S. Right. Yeah. I, as soon as it got like leaked, someone put out a picture of the console. I, the official Xbox Twitter just put out an eyes emoji. And then like a few minutes later, they were just like, 
post the actual console. Like, well, I guess since it's got leaked, here you go, guys. This is this is a thing. That's basically what happened here. Is Toei leaked it, and then everyone like a court, uh, Kira Toriyama and stuff, just like, well, yeah, this is the thing, guys. We're gonna have news yeah. on it on Goku Day, so just set tight. So yeah, we do have that confirmed for 2022. Uh, I know Toriyama was talking about how they're really pushing to have like absolutely incredible visuals to really deliver an incredible experience. If it's anything like what Broly was, I imagine it's going to be uh, fantastic. Yeah, uh, Broly's animation was incredible. They really did a lot of things differently with Broly. Like I know some of the most notable things that people like to point out was like you know like the 3D aspect they had throughout the like the movie where it's like you get to see it from a, a POV shot of like Broly punching Vegeta like through the iceberg and that's what you're, mm-hmm. you're watching it as if you're Broly punching him just stuff like that was really cool and unique about this movie and I imagine they're going to kind of try to do the same thing but also try to up it more but the one of the big things that people are talking about is what the hell is the movie going to be about who's going to be the villain and who's the surprise character yeah who's the surprise character um you know, immediately everyone's first thought is going to be like, "Oh, Garlic Junior!" <laughs> Damn, <laughs> coming back from the dead zone. Um, a lot of people have talked about Cell coming back, mm. which I mean, I love Cell. He's he, he's my favorite Dragon Ball Z villain. That's like my favorite arc. But it's just like if we bring Cell back, like. Are we not kind of just like, I mean, I know it's Dragon Ball. They overplay everything. I mean, let's be real. But isn't that just kind of like over just overplaying stuff? I mean, obviously, you know, Boo's still alive. I know mm-hmm. Boo's not a villain, but Boo's still alive. They brought Frieza back. Now mm-hmm. Frieza's still. So is just, are we just doing it because the other two are back? Do you just want to go ahead and bring Cell back while we're at it? I mean, what what's the deal? I, I think this is just people being hopeful at this point. True. Like, oh, it's going to be Cell. But we all forget Kara Toriyama forgets characters a lot. Yeah. And every character he forgets is a surprise character. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, another one that I've seen a couple people talk about is the potential of Cooler becoming canon. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Um, I'm fully expecting, like, Launch coming back and that being the surprise <laughs> character. That would or, be amazing. Um, that would be incredible. What's uh, Vegeta's little brother? Like Tarble. Yeah. Yep. Tarble makes his, because uh, Tarble's canon. So Tarble is canon. Tarble yeah. comes back. That's yeah. the surprise character. That's what I'm expecting. I'm not going to set the bar too high. I'm going to set it exactly where it needs to be. That's fair. I'm going to die. Oh, Jesus Christ. I no. mean, he did design. The yeah, he did die. So. Yeah, he did design them. Yeah. Dragon so, Quest, Dragon Ball crossover. I, I say this because of this week's episode, and I'll get into it once we get there, but I'm going to say die. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, another random one that I've seen people kind of throw around, which would be cool. This is one of like, w- this is like low key one of my like favorite Dragon Ball movies from back in the day, but it's also like if you did this what's going to be the selling factor? Because it's just like, you know, we just did a movie about a Saiyan with Broly. He's yeah, legendary Super Saiyan. So now, now a lot of some people are saying, just like, you know, yeah, Trio Might is, is Tarlet or Turles. Is, is he going to be the villain, perhaps? You know, the Goku lookalike. Which at one point, people were saying was was canon that it's it's Goku's brother. It was like in like a fan book over in Japan. Uh, that was officially, it was officially released and everything. But if you go back and try to find it now, there's no, no records yeah. of it, but I did find records at one point. So now it's like, is, is Turles going to be the villain? Now it's also another thing is, are they going to adapt the arc from the manga? Yeah. Is, is it going to be Moro? You know, <laughs> cause this makes me think, cause he, he's putting a lot of time into like the animation, making sure the animation quality is really good for this movie. Yep. And so it just makes me think that he's not putting that much time into the story. So it makes me think of the uh, team four star uh, where 
on King Kai's planet, Bojack is trapped inside. Yes. He just talks to King Kai the entire <laughs> yes. time. Like, that's the movie. Like, super great Arr. animation and just Bojack talking through the planet. Shut up, Kai. Bojack. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, no, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. You know, is it also just going to be just an original character? I don't know. My, my, my number one thing about this movie that I want out of it is I want Broly to come into the fold. With how the movie ended, you left him alive for a reason. You set it up with the ending where they're kind of like on good terms for a reason. Was let's bring him in. Come on. Was Broly in the manga? Was that arc? Was that an arc? One page, yes. It was like a page of like, hey guys, this happened. Kind of like they've done with my hero, you know? Yeah. It was just like that. Like you literally it's a very beautifully drawn page, by the way. But it's just a single page of like uh, legendary Super Saiyan Broly fighting uh Goku, you know, uh Goku in uh, Super Saiyan Blue and Vegeta in Super Saiyan Blue, and that was the page. And they, there's like a little box where it's like, Oh, by the way, this happened, you know. So yes, he is yeah, okay. It, yeah, it's canon. So I mean So whatever they do could be canon. Yeah. But the other thing too is if Okay, so the super movies have all been canon so far. Yep. So whatever they do in this movie would be canon. Yep. But the anime is not currently going. Correct. So where would it fit in on the timeline? Whenever they bring back the anime, well, they'll probably just animate it because they did the last two arcs. Yeah. So that that's why, like, I know some people like if you know when I throw out the idea of like Moro being animated, some people may argue like, oh well, no, they wouldn't do that because you know there's not that many arcs in the super manga anyway for them to adapt for the anime. And I'm just like, well, hold up, let's they, they don't give a shit about that. I yeah, mean, they, they they pretty yeah, much adapted no. the entire anime anyway. Yeah, like they they the the Battle of Gods movie came out first. I did. I think both movies came out yeah. before the show. Resurrection F and Battle of Gods came out before the show, and then. And they, then and they did both arcs. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they still did it in the series. <laughs> People are so, still going to watch it. They don't care. <laughs> so get ready for Dragon Ball Super Movie 4 uh, Tournament of Power. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's another question. Is is uh, so, like Jiren going to potentially be involved in any capacity? I don't know. Oh, none of us know. Be cool, be cool for Jiren to come back. Yeah. I just want Broly to come back. That's all I want. Just yeah. give, give, us, give, us, give us a team up with our three Saiyans, you know? That'd be dope. That'd be dope, but but who would be if if you would go to that extent where you'd have like let's say all three of those Saiyans teaming up to fight a villain? What villain would would be notable enough to to prompt that? So it may also be either like Moro and they just kind of rework how the manga arc did it, or potentially just an original villain. And you know, I'm sitting here thinking we're also assuming that it, like Goku's going to be the main character, and we're just you know totally missing the fact that it could be another Bardock focused. That's true. Thing. That's true. That- so. That's true. Yeah. Could just have Bardock versus Frieza for the one million seven hundred and fifty sixth time. <laughs> Either way, I'm pumped for it. I mean, yeah. I love Dragon Ball, so I'm re- I'm ready to go see it in theaters. Um I'm just ready to get more information. Do we have a time frame on when we're supposed to get more twenty uh the movie comes out in twenty twenty two. Time frame for more information. I I don't remember if they said it or Big not. Old shrug. <laughs> Big old shrug. Yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. All right, so let's hop over to our anime talks for the week. Kick things off with uh, My Hero Academia, Season 5, Episode 7. How you guys feeling? How you guys feeling about it? You know, this is the start of, what, the third match, right? Yes, yeah. it was the third match. I mean, it was enjoyable. Um, not a whole lot. I mean, both teams are fairly balanced. Not a whole lot's happened other than Mudman yep. and Ida mutilating himself. Yep. I that was... Yeah. Yeah, 
it, it, that 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 shot just bothers me so much <laughs> of watching him pull the the engines out of his calf like that, and they grow grow they grow back. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Like that just disturbs me so much, man. Ugh. I don't see why. It seems it's perfectly, gross. It seems perfectly logical for this world. For that world, for yes. some guys yeah, who for, grows yeah, engines world. out of his to freaking legs be to able grow. to just yank them out. Yes, it. Ugh, this is gross. I want to shout out because you said <laughs> you had brought up the drill guy that <laughs> yeah, can make anything yeah, vibrate, I did. but you but you left out the guy that can make anything soft. <laughs> It's true. Which is equally funny. That's true. That's true. You two are awful. <laughs> You're just awful people for this conversation right now. Okay, so what I pointed out in our Discord is like my, my two takeaways from this episode is one, you know, the engine thing that yeah, bothered that. me. The other one was the guy that could rotate any part of his body. You know, be like, like a drill. Vibrate it. Yeah, and my joke was I imagine that comes in handy in bed sometimes. And that's when we got into a whole nother conversation yeah. of where Josh was unlocked re- a core memory. Yeah, he unlocked <laughs> a core memory of of penis drill or whatever it was. It's chinko drill. Chinko drill, but it was translated to penis drill. No, that chinko means penis. Yeah, yeah. no, that's what chinko means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we had we got a whole thing of that of this dude rocking around with a, with a you know drill dick. Zach, I feel like it's something you have seen. Have you ever watched the movie Dead Leaves? No. Oh God. Okay. I know of it. I, I've never I, watched. I do it. feel like that would be it. something yeah. that you would have seen. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> so I didn't even yeah I didn't even put that together too with the guy that makes everything soft I mean there was yeah, there was just, a lot going on here with this episode that's literally like how it describes his quirk is he can make anything soft <laughs> that's unfortunate for him that is <laughs> that's very unfortunate for him uh, I mean it was an alright it was an okay episode though I mean yeah you got to see a little bit of like you know Todoroki you know using his ice just freezing up the place and then it's you know and it gets soft yeah then it just gets soft <laughs> I, I mean y'all have already done this but if you really want to take a look at class B's you got the guy who can spin gyrate anything the guy who can make everything spin one who turns into literal steel his entire body and then the yeah. li- girl who literally controls sharp horns that's oh true. that's so true yeah there's a lot going yeah, on with this was. team right now <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh. <laughs> I forgot about the horn chick. Yeah. Literally named Pony. She is literally named Pony. Yeah. And she just like shoots him out. At, does she control him? Yeah, no. She, she they controls up control to four horns. Up to four horns. Because I was going to ask, do they like just shoot out and just more grow? Like, uh, Yes, that's just, exactly what happens. They just, she shoots them out, more grow, and she controls them. What's his name? Tetetsu? And she just yeah. like picks him up and he just floats away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What an episode. This episode had a lot to unpack. Yeah, yeah it did. <laughs> oh, so we have uh, the rest of this match. We have the match with Bakugo's team, and then we're on to the match with Deku's team. Is that right? Yeah, yes. Deku versus Sinshu. Okay, so. Basically. We're almost out of this training. I've seen a lot of people talk about how, like, watching this current arc just feels like a chore. Yeah. You, you guys feel that way? Imagine reading it weekly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I didn't. I just went... Okay, I'm gonna wait like a month and come back to you. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do that. No, we did not. No, no, I do agree. It does feel a little bit like a chore. I mean, it's got some nice little tidbits here and there that makes it enjoyable. Like this episode just had a lot going on with it, clearly. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we'll get to the real good stuff here in probably like what three episodes. Um, That's generous. (laughs) That's generous. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's fair. And then we get to my my villain uh, academia. So that would yeah. be fun to watch. Uh, how was One Piece 973? That was good. There was a lot of sin and some oil. 
<laughs> so, okay, so we're we're at that point now. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. It was basically a recap of previous events, except this time. During the recaps, we also had Odin standing in oil, so that was that was the episode. Okay. I mean, there wasn't really a lot there. Like, literally, that's what it is. Is he's just like, what if I stay in this for an hour? Will you let me go? And like, ah, sure, why not? And I'll get a timer and we'll time it. And then he gets everyone on a plank. And then Roji's like, ah, it's not fair. They're not in the oil. And Kyle's like, oh, they're technically in the pot. Rah, 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 rah. And then, yeah, they're just standing there chilling. And then uh, Shinobu basically recaps like two episodes ago. <laughs> so that was cool. Well, that's good. <laughs> I don't have anything else to do with that. That's literally the episode. Oh, okay. Well, how was Dragon Quest then? Dragon Quest episode 31. Yeah, let's hear that one. Yeah, let's let's see what's let's going on over So, there. Dragon Quest, we got the fight between father and son, finally. And this show. Um, so, they're both Dragon Knights. They have this Dragon Quest on crest on their foreheads. At the end of the previous episode, and which the start of this episode... Dai manages, through <laughs> bullshit reasons, he manages to take the crest and take the crest from his forehead and put it on his fist. So now his fist has all the draconic power in it and allows it to be stronger. And everyone immediately goes, he can do that because of the human will he has because of his mother's blood of a human. What? <laughs> what? Okay, sure. Humans have free will. Sure, fuck it. Go with it. Um... And then him and his father proceed to fight and forget that they can use weapons and magic. So they proceed to beat the shit out of each other and also suddenly go, oh, yeah, we're using dragon powers. We can fly because we have dragon powers. Then it proceeds to go into a Dragon Ball Z-esque fight sequence. Of these two forgetting that they can use magic, using weapons, and using their draconic powers literally to just create orders around themselves and fly in the air. All right. And during this episode, during this fight, they do three different animation styles. Wait, wait, three? Three. Okay. Okay. They do the regular one that's been the main series. They then do the 3D modeling, which they use periodically for the monsters and stuff. I hate that. And then for like a shot or two while they're fighting, they do a close-up of Dai's face and fist as he's punching Bomb in the face to do sort of that gritty look, sort of like JoJo. Okay. Nice. All at once, and then goes to this whole thing, and... I like to mention that because Dai's crest is now on his hand, he does the whole Saiyan charge-up thing just with his fist and can spread it to the rest of his body. And I also hate Dragon Ball Z for creating the trope of people having to stare at each other and yell at each other with some aura for a minute at each other while everyone else is laying on the ground going, I think we have a chance. Oh, he can fight him. And they literally just see shining dots in the forest and can't actually see him. There's so much wrong with this series and so many tropes I hate. What the f***? That. Yes. And also... What the f*** is this chapter? Nope, wrong one. What nope. The f- did I just watch? I mean, I wasn't that because I understood what I watched. I just... <clears throat> it's one thing when you use tropes. It's another when you go, Oh, look, a bag of tropes! And you just dump it all over it. <laughs> because also, finally, everyone decided, Well, Die is about to lose and they've been fighting. We've been sitting on the stuck on the ground for like an episode and a half. 
I guess we could move. <laughs> Literally, we have a moment of the princess goes to revive Pop because mm-hmm. she goes, well, I do know this one spell, but I've never tried it. But I'm going to do test it on him. I mean, he's dead. Go for it. I don't know why you're having a moral dilemma here. Um, Meryl, our psychic girl, who's barely been a part of it, Leona's just like, I'm going to take care of Pop. You go heal uh, Hunkul and Crocodile, who Crocodile should be dead. He's got a giant gaping hole in his chest for, I don't know how much time has happened, but he's had it for a bit now. Mm-hmm. And instead of going and healing him, she stares up in the sky watching the fight. And I'm just, go heal him, bitch. Please. <laughs> Do something. Please. Oh, and the best part about it was um, my father just joined me while I was watching this. Oh, I had no. to I had to explain to him the fact of the matter is in these type of series, people can't group together. They have to fight one-on-one. Even if there is multiple people fighting one person, they're going to charge them one at a time. It doesn't matter what's going on. How, how, did, how did Scott take it? How did Scott enjoy it? Yeah, he sort of shrugged and was like, I don't know what's going on. That that sounds about right, and he jumped into episode thirty one. Yeah, <laughs> a very. I mean, there goes the phone panel again. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> you know, I'm still stuck on the fact that he took the the crest and put it on his hand instead of literally anywhere else on his body, but just used it the same as if it was anywhere else on his body. Well, the whole thing with that is he put it on his fist because he manages he can focus all the energy into his fist, allowing him to throw stronger attacks to f- push through his father's draconic aura and pierce it so he can hit him. But you also said that he channels it through the rest of his body. Too. I don't know. Yeah, he can throw the aura on the rest of his body, it's, but it's he can so focus weird. it solely on his fist to be able to punch through his father's defense. Oh, and I forgot to mention it ends off with the whole logic of, well, you hit me with your strongest attack, <laughs> and, and I survived it. Now you're going to hit me with it again, but... Even you, as a powerful being, can only use this twice. So if I survive, I win. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Big smoke. He bomb starts laughing, and I'm just like, "You're a jackass." He's standing there in the smoke because this is trope heavy. I don't even need to look watch anymore. I know what's happening. (laughs) And of course, I was standing there, and he's just like, "You survived." I'm just like, "No shit." And I can only hope that Hyunkul's about to get thrown by Crocodile because there's a moment where Hyunkul goes, Crocodile, we need to help die. He's losing. I need you to do something for me. I'm just like, Crocodile, you better throw that purple-haired guy up there. <laughs> <laughs> One day you'll be free of this series. No, I won't. <laughs> there's, there's still a whole another section because I forgot to mention that back before this whole Barum thing started, the openings animation changed the opening itself is still the same but it's changed and now it's showing us our uh, dark legion commanders it's now showing us some shadowy figures that i'm assuming works for the dark lord and it's just bomb first then we have like five others that they're gonna have to fight which by the way pop's not dead i know this because in the anim- animation opening they have him using a magic bow for some reason okay like literally a bow made of magic to shoot at a titan <laughs> <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong, people. I don't absolutely hate this series. I hate the tropes in it. It's an eight series. You could drop it any time. Yeah, it's still on the script. Uh, oh, my God. You could take it off the script any time. If I took it off the script, would you actually stop watching it? Would you, would you free yourself from this pain? 
Probably. No. I control. Ball is in your court. I control if he is free from this or not. That's a lot of power. I mean, it changes nothing for me either way. That's a lot of power. I mean, from what it sounds like, you could just start adding stuff to the script and load his life <laughs> down on stuff. I mean, he can't do that because there's at a point where I just go, well, I'll see if these two guys watch, and if they don't, I don't have to give a shit. But That's fair. But we don't give a shit about... Oh, I mean, we don't, we're not watching Dragon Quest. Like we, We're not like giving a shit of our time to it. So why should you... Because it's been on the script and it's been going. But that's fair. All right. <laughs> that's fair. All right. I mean, on the one upside of Dragon Quest, that One Piece and and now Shaman King is really the only thing that we can rely on for the next year. You know, Shaman yeah. King's 50, confirmed to be 50 something episodes. So that's going to go at least for a year. So, you know, that's the only things that we have to rely on. I mean, we'll have One Piece to rely on long, long after we're all dead. <laughs> that's fucking true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I mean, we do have more stuff coming out too, because I know uh, one series that was just brought to Mon and Zach's attention, and now Josh as well, that we will be checking out next month is Record of Ragnarok coming on Netflix. That is one that we are going to check out and should be added in the lineup. Yeah. And then, of course, we have Shield Hero Season 2 this fall. We have Platinum in this fall. Just a couple more examples. Um, Demon Slayer. Is Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer is this year. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's right. winter, I believe. I think the, the the biggest one that's just weak as can be is summer. Coming up in July, start of that season, that, there's not a whole lot going on there. Yeah, they're basically like, go outside, please. Yeah, I, you know, I did watch... <laughs> I did watch a trailer for one series that's coming out in summer. You know, just cause I'm just trying to explore, see yeah. what see what could catch my eye. Jesus Christ. I'm watching this. It's like fantasy world kind of set up right, you know, going through it. It's got different races and stuff, and it's going through the different races of like there's like these pig people, uh, there's there was another race, and then there is fucking human spiders <laughs> and i see this on the screen and i'm like what is this who made this and i immediately closed out the trailer i was like no i'm I, i'm good do you remember what the series was called no but i could point it out to you if we pulled up the anime live chart whatever and i, I could point out to you exactly which one like it's like they have like a human like body. Their face is basically almost like a spider because they have they have like a normal like human type mouth. They have like the fangs. They have the multiple eyes. But then like the lower body is like uh, is is just a spider with the multiple legs. It's basically like a centaur but a spider. And I'm like, what sick fuck created this? I would like to point out as this is the second spider conversation in a row. His favorite superhero, Spider Man. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> We're you, not gonna make this. You apparently have some underlying issues of you can't decide whether you like spiders or not. We're not gonna make this about me, but you got to make a decision. Like either you hate spiders, I do. But which Josh? This reminds me. I'm still waiting on my Nandroid of of the so, album Spider. spider. <laughs> okay, look, if Spider Man. For example, was anything like that uh, that one single like comic series that kind of that came out around the time of the Tobey Maguire movies, where like Peter literally became a spider and was like biting people's heads off and stuff? If it was anything like that, trust me, I would not be a fan of Spider Man. Did you not watch the animated series? There was a whole like story arc. I know about there that. was. I remember it. You and didn't it, watch it, 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 it. It disturbed me. That's no. 
So, I know there's a story okay. arc about that. Okay, December 2021. Spider-Man 3 comes out. You're first in line. You camp there all night because you can't get enough of first Spider-Man. First off, I'm not going to camp there. Yeah, well, in this story, you do. And you sit <laughs> down. You sit down in the theater, and you're watching the movie. You're having a good time. And all of a sudden, I forgot his name. Tom Holland. Tom Holland starts growing more arms and legs and becomes a spider. You walking out of that movie? He walks out of that movie. <laughs> you watching it? You walking out? You watching? Tell me. There's a there's a chance I might walk out. <laughs> <laughs> like a big life, realistic human spider. Well, you know I have set through a movie that has like giant spiders stuff like that. I just arachnophobia. I, I, I just, crazy Nights? I just closed my eyes. Wait, that's not the right movie. Did you say Crazy Nights? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I meant Eight-Legged Freaks. Yes. Yes, Eight-Legged Freaks. Eight Crazy Nights is also a movie <laughs> that you might walk out of. <laughs> uh, I would probably just close my eyes to that part like a scaredy cat to, and just kind of work through it because I imagine it wouldn't be the rest of the movie, realistically speaking. So. All right. Yeah. We didn't have to do. We didn't have to make this about me. Oh well, your spider thing is just weird. So speaking of spiders, how was eighty six? We're just gonna skip Tokyo. <laughs> we can just move it around. Okay, well, it was a perfect segue. It was. Spider-Man. I know. Uh, eighty six episode five was a phenomenal episode. Absolutely, such a great episode. It was very good. Yeah, yeah. I told Alex this is the episode that sold me on the series. Like, I, I liked it before, but it wasn't like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm super excited about it. But this was the episode that sold me on it. I think because of the, are we spoiling stuff? I won't spoil it. it was uh, go, I mean, go ahead, because if you, we want to be technical by the time this comes out, you know. Oh, the new episode. Will be yeah, out. new episode. Yeah, it'll will be been out. over yeah. like a week. Episode, by the time this episode is posted, episode six will already be out. So go ahead and say it. The fact that they're stealing brains, yep. like, made me super interested. I was like, yep. why? I want to see this. Yep. Yeah, uh, the the one thing that that really set the tone for me for this episode, where it's like, I was, you know, obviously I'm already in love with this series, and we're kind of going through it, is uh, whenever uh, Shin tells uh, uh, Lena that, hey, you're gonna want to log out of the para raid. There's a lot of black sheep, and she's like, black black sheep, what the hell's yeah. black sheep? And he's just like, I'll, I'll tell you about it later. You're just gonna want to log out. She's like, no, I'm not gonna log out. I, I got I gotta help you. I do this and that. And then it's the stone cold line of, I warned you. I was like, oh boy, what's about to happen? Yeah. <laughs> And then as they get on the battlefield, they just constantly hear just voices. She hears voices consistently, and she ends up hearing Kai's voice at one point. Right at the end, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to die, I don't want to die, I want to die. And everyone's just like, ah, son of a bitch, they got hers. All right, yeah. let's find her. We'll take it out. All right. And, like, oh, man, it was so good because like, the foreshadowing when they were like, when he's like, I'm going to find him. And she's like, oh, his body? And he's like, no. Yeah, that was right yeah, at the beginning great, as well. Yeah. yeah. Which I also oh. sort of like the subscribe because the whole black sheep thing really gives a lot more context to that opening shot of the very first episode. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see uh, Undertaker, Shin, just sliding in, and you just hear the commander screaming, you're just like, the hell's going on? Why is he screaming? Yeah. yeah. And also in that first episode, um, you know, he he shot... Um, uh, he shot one of the, the characters yeah. of the spearhead and, you know, kind of just go ahead and just end it there. And only assuming it's for the reasons that we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, in this episode, we got a little bit more context where Shin flat out said, yeah, you know, you guys are under this impression the war is supposed to end in, like, what, two years? Yeah, it's not going to end in two years. Good luck with that. 
you know, we're all we're all going to be dead, and you guys are going to have to deal with it. You know, and then of course the normal you know pacing the series has done that's made it so entertaining is that you get to see the different sides of it. So you know, at the first like you know you know half of this the episode, you get to see you know Lena's side of it of her freaking out over all these voices being heard, and then you get to see Shin's side of it, it while he's in the mech and she's freaking out. He goes, he's about to cut the parade, and he doesn't end up cutting it. She says, she says something. What what what, what did she say? I don't remember. I don't remember. So. Well, she says something that stops him from cutting at the last second, and then they, uh, they, you know, they go and end up taking out the 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 Legion bot that had like you know Kai's brain in it, whatever. But dude, this episode was phenomenal. Yeah. So. Well, no, what it was was as he was about to cut it, they heard Kaede's voice. That's what it was, and he literally as he was about to swipe it off, Kaede just went. He stopped for a moment, then finished, and was like, "Shit." Yeah. Oh man, I, I'm I'm so pumped to see how these last few episodes resolve. So it's, it's to the point where I'm I'm very close to wanting to. Just, I want to pick up the light novel here in the near future yeah. and start reading it. Like I'm really enjoying this. Like it, like when this, when episode eleven comes to a close and we're done with the season, I, I I'm gonna need more. I need to know what else happens. Like I'm loving this series so far. Uh, another one that we're all loving here is Tokyo Revengers episode five. This is another great series, man. Yeah. And I gotta say, I'm on. Uh, I'm I'm in Zach's boat now, man. Uh, I finally just started reading the manga this past weekend. I read all 204 chapters Sunday. Sunday alone, I read all 204. Yep. What's up? So I mean, dude, this series is absolutely incredible. Uh, this series has given us some setup for eight three that's mm-hmm. come. It was it was a nice episode, yeah, because it was all just you know uh, Takamichi just following uh, Draken and, and Mikey. Yeah, I lost my shit whenever they were at the restaurant. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> I lost my shit where he's like he had like a kids meal and he wanted the flag and Draken's yeah. like all right here you he's go throwing the fit over it. <laughs> yeah, just throwing the fit. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was just like <laughs> he thought they were fighting, gonna look bad. And, and he's just like taking a nap. In the and room. you know something I want to point out about that scene now that I've read the manga and I feel like Zach could definitely backed me up on this. Just seeing something as innocent as that. As Mikey, you know, kind of throwing a fit over that mm-hmm. over a kid's meal, not having the thing, still, you know, reminding you that this is a child, yeah. not making it known this is a child. And now that you know, I've read the manga and know everything that I know that comes involving Mikey, it just makes it kind of hit so much more that there is this kid that's carrying all like the burdens yeah. that he that that he has that that gets put on him throughout the series. Because uh, I know in the, uh, the 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 I think it was Bloody Halloween that yep. was that was a, a thing that that Draken had said that you know at that moment I was reminded that Mick, you know Mikey is just a kid carrying this this cross whatever yeah you know it's just those kind of little things where like you know now that I I've read the manga and I think back to that moment where he was throwing a fit it just kind of further drives in your head like wow this is just a fucking kid yeah and yeah. he's dealing doing everything that he's doing but that was a nice little moment uh, later on in the episode they went to go visit. Um, the, the, uh, the girlfriend girl. of the guy that got beat. Yeah. That's in a coma. Yeah, she's in a coma, and parents came in and started just roasting the hell out of Draken and uh, Mikey. Mikey. And Draken's immediately apologetic, and Mikey's like, man, man fuck this. We, we didn't do nothing. Yeah, we didn't do shit. Draken's like, just bow your damn head, dude. God, it's not hard. Uh, you know, this whole time, you know, Takamichi's still following him because he's trying to figure out, you know, what would cause cause a rift between? Yeah, yeah what you know. what causes the two to fight that leads to Draken's death on the night of eight, eight three. three in a parking lot? Yeah, cause is that, what he's discovered. Yeah, because that that's like the that's like kind of like the first real step of trying to fix the whole situation that they're in. Because the, you know, going into the you know the past, whatever it was originally like, don't let these two meet. 
that was originally the thing. And now it's, you know, now, you know, as the series is going to progress, it's going to be one step after another. Yeah. And this current step is Draken dying on 8-3. That's the first step. Quick question. with Now, now that you have read it, Alex, how do you feel about Baji? Baji's pretty dope. Baji's fucking dope. Yeah, Baji's pretty dope. I, I really enjoyed uh, his character arc and everything that went into it. Uh, yeah, ba- Baji's dope. I think everyone's going to like Baji as you get to see more about him here in the near future. Uh, but no, episode five was good. Um, I'm really pumped to see 8-3 play out because it, it's going to be here very, very yes. soon. And my other question for you, Alex, since we know that Tokyo Revengers is definitely 25 episodes, right? I believe, yeah, it's 25. So I believe we're going to get 8-3 and Bloody Halloween. I agree. Do you think we'll get Holy Night? Um, I, I think it's possible. It's going to ultimately just depend on the pacing of things. Because, I mean, obviously, just based on, like, outro and intro, you're going to at least see Takamichi become the first commander. Yeah. So we know that for sure. Uh, I do think a possibility of where the series could end is for this first season is sometime after Takemichi reveals something to someone for the first time, if you know who I'm talking about, who's a uh, part of the first Oh, yeah, division. no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I could see that being like a potential kind of ending point to really set you up to get you hyped to, oh, man, I, I got to know what comes next for season two. But holy not, I, I do see as a possibility. Yeah, it just, it's gonna, I, I'll be able to give you a, a better answer after after eight three because is after eight three we'll be able to get a better gist of the pacing for this because mm-hmm. we're five episodes and that is twelve chapters is what they've done so that you know we we can be able to get a a decent pacing I feel like after eight three for how we're gonna do it me personally I believe we are gonna end on the third loop where he wakes up uh, at the video store which Rent, time <laughs> rent, renting a video okay. Okay. I believe it'll. I could see it ending there with the events that happened here in the late to a second season. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see, man. Uh, Love and Tokyo Avengers, though. Uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about the manga here in a little bit without spoiling stuff. But uh, next up, uh, Two Year Eternity episode five. Um, here was the tears, everybody. Here was the feels. This episode did things to me. <laughs> this episode broke me. There's a part of me that broke yesterday when I watched this episode, and I'm not okay. This episode really fucked me up, man. This was a very sad episode. Jesus Christ. Well, man, this is going to be, like I think, another 25-episode series and, like, five episodes in and just, just so much pain already. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going to come next. Um, yeah, in this episode, we did have the, the passing of, of March. Um, again, you know, I don't think it's a massive spoiler. By the time this episode's post, uh, six will be out in a day. Plus, it's literally like, what, within the first five minutes of the episode? Yeah. But, well, no, it's more towards like 10 minutes. No, I mean, yeah, it's still pretty early. Um, so we do get to see the passing there, which the whole time this is happening, I'm sitting here in denial. I'm like, no, no, she's going she's gonna to make it somehow. But, you know, how the hell... Did the other chick not 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 die? Like, I know you get to see a shot of her at the end of how how messed up her face was, and I know there was a shot prior to that where she was still very clearly alive. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, man, she got straight up bitch slapped by that big bear. Like that looked brutal. As soon as I saw that happen, I'm like, ah, oh, no, nah, she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> I'm very unsure about that. Um, I feel like there's a weird powers that it would be in that series. Yeah, which because. That last shot we had was of her eyes. They were almost sort of vacant. Yeah. That and she looked, 
you know, absolutely psychotic yeah. in that last shot. Like, Jesus. Which I can only assume there's something really bad happening because just looking at the opening, I've noticed two things. One, we're unfortunately going to see some sort of parasitic creature kill a bunch of people. Oh, no. From what I can shots I see in the opening. And that it was really depressing that I noticed in the opening there is a background image while I was getting all the image floating of it, of all the characters I assume he, Fushi's going to interact with sitting around a table enjoying a meal together. I did see that, yeah. None of these people are going to live. <laughs> no, no hope. No hope, dude. The The real like last shot of the episode is you get to see uh, Fushi turn into March walking away. That was the last shot. And which was really depressing because he yeah. went, he got to meet his mother and bring her along for the journey. I was like, that's sad as fuck. Yeah, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, like I said, this episode did things to me. <laughs> like, this episode broke me in a way that I don't know if I can be repaired. Uh, how was Shaman King episode six? As I stated last week, this was a series that if I didn't have time would be the one that get axed for me. And that's what happened here. I have not watched it. I got invited to play Mario Party with Andy yesterday. So I played Mario Party with Andy for like three hours. So I did not watch. Because I watched Seven Deadly Sins and he's just like, hey, buh, you want to play Mario Party? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to play Mario Party. I don't want to watch Shaman King right now. So how was episode six of Shaman King? Nice to know that Mario Party ranks higher than getting stuff done for the podcast. But hey. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> so episode six was Yo's first Shaman fight against Horo Horo who uses a snowboard and it's connected with a uh, Kororo who's a little uh, nature spirit and then leaf. I forget what they're actually called. It's like Kororika. That's not how you say it. It's some long thing that I can't pronounce without actually seeing how it's read. Um, Yeah, he uses a snowboard. He uses a bunch of ice-related skills. His spirit comes a face on the bottom of his snowboard whenever he fuses with it. More or less, Yo just dunks on the kid to win the fight. Yeah. Not a whole lot. Yo and them, him fight. Then Horohoro's at Yo's celebration of winning and find out Horohoro has a sister who treats him as poorly as Anne treats Yo, so. So, meh. I mean, yeah. I know you mentioned to me... um, you mentioned here on the podcast, it may have been last week or week before, that now that we're kind of rewatching stuff, you're just like, yeah, this just did not age well. Is that still how you feel, where you're just like, you don't really like enjoy the series per se so far? Well, I don't know necessarily if it didn't age well as much as I'm no longer probably the audience for it. See, that's how I feel, and this is like my first time watching it. So, like, this is a series that. There's a part of me that I want to keep it on the show. I want to, I want us to talk about it because obviously it's a notable one because of its history, right? Mm-hmm. That and, you know, like I did mention, it is something that we can at least rely on every single week <laughs> for 52 weeks. So that's a nice little cushion there. But I, I just don't think I'm the audience for it. I, I have not personally connected to this show for through five episodes. It's one of those things that if I dropped it today and I did not watch six or seven coming out, I wouldn't really care. It's kind of like the Dragon Quest thing. Yeah, I, I've been, I've been trying to you know force myself to watch it because you know I did watch a little bit of it as a kid, right? You know the history of it and everything, but it's just not connecting with me. Like there's nothing really about it that's really drawing me in. Like it's the last episode I watch every single week just because I don't want to watch it. That that's my stance on it at least. That's kind of sad. I'm really hyped about it, but I'm waiting till it comes out on Netflix. Yeah, and so. give it a shot then. Yeah, that yeah. and uh, Eden Zero. 
Yeah, Eden Zero, uh, episode five came out. Still very much enjoying that one. Uh, you know, Eden Zero was very good. Yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying that one. We got to see uh, Shiki put a little bit of a beat down on uh, in this episode. Uh, get pretty pissed off at, at our first antagonist, which he's not really much of an antagonist, obviously. It's just one off, you know, no yeah. big deal. Uh, get You know, once he kind of falls down, it's like a graveyard for robots and stuff. And, you know, the Johnny, Johnny, uh, the Johnny robot, which looks like uh, his friend Michael from Granville, tells him that, yeah, once this dude gets tired of us and we break, he just throws us down here to die, basically. And Shiki's just like, oh, hell no, dude. I'm going to kick this dude's ass. Fuck this dude. Uh, I mean, it was a good episode for that, you know. And then we got Rebecca being saliva over by two foot brothers who That's find true. her legs absolutely unresistable. Oh, your legs. Can I just can I touch them, please? She's just like, Jesus Christ, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically how that episode Jesus. went for her. That's that's how it went for her. Yeah, because Happy got stolen, so yeah. once that happened, she was useless. <laughs> yeah, basically, because since Happy turns into her guns, so, oh, you know. Makes sense. It was a good episode, though. Uh, you know, here... Um, it's actually at the, it was at the end of this episode, I think, is when we saw Eden Zero coming to the planet, right? Yes. Okay, so the next episode is when we're actually gonna get to see Shiki and Elise meet. So that's gonna be a that's gonna be a nice episode or two of them having their Maybe. Maybe. Cause they still have to escape. True. True. Still gotta do the escape. So here in either next episode, like the end of the next episode, setting up for episode uh seven. Get to get to have their meet in episode seven, they'll probably have their little quick little throwdown, whatever. And uh, looking forward to that. That'll be good. Um, next up, got Seven Deadly Sins, uh, episode 18 of season four. It was okay. I mean, the content was good. Um, you know, the animation wasn't terrible. But you know, then, then I was talking about talking to Josh about that before we started recording. That's one thing that bugs me about this is that how inconsistent it is. We have one episode that's terrible, like the last episode, and this episode was fine. Granted, there's not a whole lot going on in this episode. This episode, you know, even talking about the manga, um, I understand that we're, we're where we are now in the story with what's going to happen in the story. I understand why it's like, okay, let's do this now. But at the same time, like, I feel like we could have got this sooner. This episode was the Escanor backstory mm-hmm. uh, for how he met the sins and everything and, and kind of what happened to him um, for, you know, how that kind of got started. You kind of, you know, got to see the the brief moment of Escanor and Meliodas fight. Uh, this is when they first meet and Meliodas basically just whoops his ass in one shot. You know, and the deal was, hey, if I beat you, you join the sins. But if you beat me, you can leave. I, I mean, it was good. It was a good episode because you get to see Escanor's full backstory. But it's, it, you know, I feel like we could have got that sooner in the in the series. But it's one of those things that's like everyone loves Escanor because he's a badass. Mm-hmm. But now you're at the point that you are now, and with what kind of like teases to get set up, and it makes you fall in love with Escanor on like an emotional level, which you know just kind of adds to everything that's going to transpire over these next few episodes. But I mean, it, it was a it was a cool episode for that but in animation was fine but which still bothers me that just the just the brutal amount of inconsistency with this season like it, it's, it's it's there's no consistent in terms of anime it's almost like they literally have different people consistently doing it which i understand that's probably what animation studios actually do in in in, in, in cases i get that but it's like it's, it's like they literally just pick a random person it's like hey you do you want to do this episode you want to do this scene they're you like you want to do that i heard your uh your four-year-old likes art Let's get them to work on this a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We got we got a scene right here where these characters are standing here. So you want to you know, have your four-year-old draw it up real quick? Yeah, we're cool with that. No big deal. Do it. You, your four-year-old want to try to draw a fight scene? How about uh, Bond versus the Demon King? Yeah, you think they do can do that? Yeah. Oh, they can? Oh, perfect. Bad. Awesome. Save some save some time from us. Great. Uh, yeah, but it was all right. Uh, favorite episode of the week. What would you guys say? 
I'm going to go Tokyo Revengers. Okay. really enjoyed it. I'm going to say 86. I'm going to say 86, episode 5. I knew you both would say 86. Yeah. 86, man. The dominance continues for 86 right now. The 86 has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, All right. So let's hop over to our chapters. Uh, We do have chapters back after a break, so that's nice. Um, So first up, let's go through the weekly show and jump stuff. We have One Piece 1012. We do. (laughs) What? Nothing. You'll see it later. (laughs) What? (laughs) Just I jumped over to one of Josh's fun pictures. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Why? Why are you doing pictures when I'm literally here? (laughs) Because I hit a wrong button. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Anyway, so yeah, One Piece 1012. You know, what can you say about One Piece 1012? It was a seven. I would say it's a seven, yes. And it's a shorter chapter, just like every chapter was short for the most part. They were all like 15 pages, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'd I'd give it a seven. Is is there anything you want to get off your chest? You seem very distraught. I don't know. It's just the stuff I don't care about in the arc we're at right now. I agree. I don't give two shits about it. Though I did find it fucking hilarious that Sanji's carrying around Zoro. That was okay. That was funny. <laughs> yes, I did enjoy that. That was funny. A- everything else, I just, yeah, it was whatever. And I assume the next chapter because I saw the I saw leaks of it. Yeah, okay. I don't care about the next chapter either. Yeah, okay. What What about my hero three eleven? Everyone is hardcore simping over that villain. Just like whenever she was first uh, revealed in the prison break, everyone was just like, ooh, who is this? Is she going to make a comeback at some point? And now you get a full shot of her, and everyone is simping over her hardcore. Yeah, that was sort of funny. In the comments on the Jump Plus app, I saw, well, I guess I'll pull my simp card out one more time. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm, I'm very interested to hear more about her quirk. I will say that. It looked really cool, where she basically got like, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. It just looked really cool. I'm very interested. She's Dog <laughs> the Bounty Hunter, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I'll give it an eight. Uh, seven. I'm going to give it a seven. Also, shout out, like, it just kind of like low key put overhaul in the chapter. Like, he's just chilling. Yeah. Knock the fuck out. Um, next up, we have uh, Black Clover 292. A Yankee way is the only way. <laughs> Yankee <Yeah>. way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gave this one an eight for me. I'd give it an eight too. That's, yeah, eight. That's about right. Uh, Doctor Stone one ninety five. Eight. Yeah. I gave it an eight. I'd give it an eight too. Uh, JJK was on a break. It is coming yeah. back next week, and next week Black Clover will be on a break. Just a friendly reminder there. Uh, Mission Years of Core Family eighty one. I give it an eight. Uh, Undead and Luck sixty two. I'd give it an eight as well. Uh, Mashal sixty one. Give it an eight. I give it an eight. Yeah, lots of eights. Eights all around today. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Uh, Sakamoto Day is 22. Josh hasn't read it yet. I haven't caught up. Nine, because Sakamoto got to be fight a T-Rex. <laughs> I gave it an eight, but I respect your nine. Yeah. Uh, Elusive Samurai Chapter 15. I gave this one an eight, too. It, it, these past few it chapters. Was, it was sort of, yeah. it, it was a different view, but yeah, eight would be good for this one. Yeah, these past few chapters have been pretty solid. Because it was weirdly, it was an exposition chapter, but it was weirdly, it was done very well. It's like, I know more about our villain, mm-hmm. possible ally, and our MC is still connecting with all his retainers. Mm-hmm. And one of them's a giant freaking 
Asshat. Yes. <laughs> I love him. I love I love our asshat character. Because like the last three or four panels were just tons of blur marks. Yes, tons of blur marks. I loved it, man. Yeah, I'd give it an eight, man. It was a good chapter. Uh, I still see chapter 14. Uh, it was a seven as a chapter, but that last page was like a fuck. Well, it was, a, it was like a thousand. That yeah. chapter, that last page killed me. I still see I'm still not caught up on, but you did make me look at the last page and it is a thousand. Yeah, that last page is easily the best thing out of every chapter I read this week. Yeah. Um, Witch Watch chapter 13, I gave it a seven. I thought it was kind of a, a fun little chapter with the teacher. I give it a six. I still don't know what this series is doing. I mean, I agree with you. I don't know what it's doing either, but it's getting some love with Shonen Jump with the fact that it's already gotten a color page and getting higher up in the in the lineup, which is interesting. But eh, whatever. I thought it was supposed to be a rom com. All I've gotten from it, it's like a yeah, I thought so too. Slice of life, and so far we've only had two stories that expanded more than one chapter. True, bunch of one offs. Yeah. Uh, what about Ball Parade Chapter Twelve? You know, we already kind of touched on it earlier with how we feel like the pacing is kind of getting. It feels like it's getting a little bit faster which kind of sets up a bad sign. Well, I'm going to give this chapter six. I mean, yeah, we got a new teammate, but it was really fast. Yeah, I, I gave it a six, too. Uh, I feel like these next few chapters are probably going to be kind of consistently like like sixes and a little bit lower mm-hmm. because we I, we do feel like the pacing is really picking up because it could potentially end before like by chapter 20 or something. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what about Blue Box chapter four? Seven. Uh, I give this one a seven, too. Uh, Candy Flurry chapter three? Eight, maybe not. Seven, I don't know. Um, I I kind of flirt with an eight because I do like this new character we introduced to because of how forgetful she is because it's like constantly joked where it's just like, wow, she seems really good at her job, and then she's and then the character's like, oh yeah, I'm not supposed to do that, am I? And then our MC's like, okay, maybe not. Maybe she's not good at her job. <laughs> so I did enjoy that dynamic throughout the entire thing, but I, I'll probably just give it a seven. Uh, going to Jump Plus stuff. So first we'll talk about the, the uh, briefly about the new series uh, from the creator of Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Chojin X Chapter 1. It was funny. You mentioned how most of the chapters are short, and this one had 81 pages. Yeah, this, yeah. One, this one did have 81 pages yeah, kick off. Uh, again, we have no idea the release schedule on this. Um, so what, what was you guys' initial takeaway from this chapter? Did you guys have any real, like, hardcore positive takeaways? I mean, I thought it was okay. Like, well, like, well, like let's, let's talk about it a little. Just, just a smidge bit. Urban. We'll, we'll dive more into it in future episodes uh, based on just where we are in time. Um, but let's just kind of touch on it just a bit. Urban Devil Fruit Fighter Tournament in Tokyo. Oh, no, it's Yokohama. That's that's accurate. Yes, very accurate. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, man, I enjoyed it. But I know I don't I, – I like the vibe it gives off. R- like the real kind of more dark and gritty vibe. Yeah, almost like a like a chainsaw man kind of thing. So that's I don't right. know. I'm gonna be hopeful on it. I think it's something that's gonna keep me around on like, you know, stuff like Witch Watch. <laughs> he jumped off that one quick. He dropped I off that did. train real quick. Man, I don't know. It just wasn't keeping me along. I mean, I feel like it will definitely be interesting. because um, that we didn't really get a whole lot from this. We got some exposition, we got an introduction to Chojins or people with powers. Mm-hmm. And we don't really have any setup of actual what's going to happen here other than maybe our guy becomes a vigilante. I will say something that kind of, you know, sold me on it a little faster, made me get through those 81 pages, is how uh, the beginning was kind of a misdirection Mm -hmm. where it's like focused on that girl, like in their tomatoes. Yeah. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was really she, confused by the yeah, side. Literally just yes. gets her face melted off. 
that was so brutal. Yeah. And I agree with you. That that really just kind of like complete twist. Yeah. I looked at it and saw 81 pages, read that page, and was like, all right, let's see what the rest of this is about. Yeah, it's like, okay, you've caught my curiosity. Because yeah. that was very, very quick. And that was a very brutal shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of just seeing everyone just getting their faces just melted. And then the shot of her, half her face is gone. And I don't know if it's, you know, how it was drawn or if it's intentional. But the dude's fire is coming out of his fingernails. Like, from did, yeah, under his that. fingernails. Which kind of, like, bothers me. I hate you well, hate that. I, just, I, hate I, can't, that. I can't imagine. Like, <laughs> I feel that's going to be a theme because when you think about it, the guy who gets shown at the end of that chapter, he can literally only stretch his neck is what it looked like. He can that, stretch his arms, too. Was he able to stretch his arms? Oh, yeah. Okay, it looked mostly like just his neck. To but me. Well, he was like primarily they, using his neck, but yeah. And, and it doesn't look like they were tracked either, though. That's yeah. the other thing. That, okay, that is. Because they're yeah. just like flopping all over, yeah. around, yeah. That is going to bother some. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I give it a meh. We'll see what the next chapter looks like when, when it, it comes releases. out in three so, years. Yeah. Uh, tune in to Animan Plus uh, episode 250 <laughs> for chapter two review. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a seven. I mean, it was okay. There were some interesting yeah. things about it. And we'll, we'll dive more into it here in the future. Where we'll kind of break it down a little bit better than we did. I don't know Zach's way that he put it. It's probably the best and quickest way to describe it, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just has a lot of stuff that like appeals to me personally. So I'll, right. I'll give it an eight. That's fair. Um, so next up on uh, Jump Plus, got My Hero Vigilantes 101. I would give that an 8. Uh, I know we're we're nearing the end of this series here. Uh, Kaiju number 8, chapter 33. What would you guys give this? 8. I give it a 9, actually. I feel like a 9's a really good. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good chapter. Yeah, it was. Also, shout out to the fact there was a typo at the end. It said next episode, chapter 3, or yep. chapter 4 is what it said. I am assume I can only assume it meant to say chapter 34. So just a little typo there. I thought that was kind of funny. Well, I think they fixed it because when I read it, it said part 4. Oh, it said part 4? Yeah. Uh, okay, it said episode 4 for us. Well, they can ask it in the Discord. We're also and reading... I- I'm reading on different platforms, aren't we? I read on Shonen Jump app, yeah. Oh, yeah, I read it on Manga Plus. I read it on Viz. Well, I mean, yeah. So none of us read it on the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, it is a thousand percent possible they fixed it because, Zach, I know you, when you read it, you did not get to see that beautiful color page in the middle of the chapter when the attack started. Because when I mentioned that to you, you are just like, what the hell are you talking about? There was no color page for me. Well, then, also, again, if I'm reading on Manga Plus and y'all two aren't, that would also be a reason, so. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, because you have yours pulled that's up. That's what it says now. It's part four. All right, let me let me pull mine up now. Now I'm curious. That's not what mine says. <laughs> what does yours say? Mine says episode four. Okay. I know it's semantics, but it's just that it's different for everybody. It says episode four for me. Okay, so so me and you have this. I don't know. I don't know. Man. It's all the same. Whatever. It's all the same too. It's a nine. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's all the same app, basically. When it boils down to it. Yeah. All right, going over there, our few uh, weekly Shonen Magazine series. First up is Tokyo Avengers 205. What would you write that one, Zach? I'll give it a 9. I'm going to give it a 7. I didn't. Re- I don't connect with these characters that the chapter focused on. That That's my thing. But 204, easy 10 for me. Easy. Let's hear about 204. I can't. <laughs> but easy 10. Like Honestly, I have reread like probably the range of like... 189 mm-hmm. to 204 multiple times since Sunday. I've okay. read I've read chapters 200 to 204 multiple times since they are they are so good. I've reread just 204 multiple times. That's an easy 10, a lot of 9s and 10s out of those. I get mostly 9s, mostly 9s. I get a text today. 204 was a 10. 205 
It just it didn't give I, me the follow up like, that I wanted. I do I did like the content, but I I wish the content could have maybe came a little bit later or something. I mean, I'm actually fine with 205 because it gives me more concept of where we're going with this right. and just this character because he's been sort of mysterious throughout the entire time. He's yeah. been around the entire series, but we haven't really gotten anything on him. And plus with the theories that are around that character, yeah, I can understand why that chapter came. It's just with where 204 left off, you, you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. Like, I, I, I need to know where we're going from here. So, I mean, I give it a seven just for that. I mean, it was, it was, it was entertaining. I just don't connect to the characters. I don't care about those characters per se for obvious reasons. They're set up to be, you know, the, the characters that you don't like really. I mean, I liked oh, the one that we finished stuff up with. I liked him as a character. He was a very good character. He's a dick. I mean, that's his whole point. <laughs> I know. That's, nice. that's, and he was set up very whole, well. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's a seven for me. Last chapter is a 10, though. Uh, Eden Zero 142. Uh, I'd give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. Uh, Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, uh, Chapter 15. I'd give that one an eight. And Ranger Reject, Chapter 13. I would give it an eight. I really loved the ending of this because it really. Yeah, it got me very curious about a couple of things. The ending of this, you act. I, I think this is the first time you got to see the uh, the Pink Ranger out of outfit. Uh, she just finished doing a commercial mm-hmm. for for lipstick, and she you see her put put it on, say her line, whatever, and then she says to her agent, she, she's like, "Never book me for anything like this again." And he's like, "Yes, ma'am, got it." And then when she t- gets out of her um, out of her uh, outfit, uh, she immediately you know gets you know sits in a wheelchair. She's I guess disabled. So I guess the the suit allows her to walk and do her thing. So I'm I'm very curious about this where it's going to go, and it ended with her saying she wanted to go see her brother. So very curious where this is going to go with our Pink Ranger. Very curious here. Hmm. Is this is this Power Rangers? Yeah. Yes. Did you, was he not on the episode? No, when I talked he wasn't. To, oh yeah, Ranger rejects a uh, Power Rangers manga. Yeah. Yeah, you talked about it the week that he took a break. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. This is totally new to you. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Yeah, you're always saying Pink Ranger. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Is this Power Rangers? Yeah. So the all right, the very quick way I can explain this: picture Power Rangers at the general concept about where the heroes always win. Blah blah. Picture all that, but your 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 protagonist is a basic ass foot soldier of the villains. <laughs> like he doesn't even have a name. His <laughs> name is literally Foot Soldier D. They just call him D. That's literally our protag. So picture that concept from the you know the Power Rangers from the POV of the villains plus a dark twist on the Rangers. These Rangers are not good people. They are very fucked up. So it's not Power Rangers. No. But it's Power Rangers. Correct. Okay. Yeah, because I mean like at, there was a chapter where the Red well, Ranger you... literally killed one of his subordinates. Like just beat him to death against the wall. The Blue Ranger is a massive asshole and they don't even let him talk out in public because everything they do is power Rangers to be heroes to the public. It's all a giant front. It's all a giant show. And they don't even let the blue Ranger talk because of how much of an asshole he is. There was even a line from one of the, the other Rangers. It's like, you know, we don't even let you talk because if you actually talk, the, the people be more scared of you than the villains because of how much of a dick that he is. Like, it, like these Rangers, there's a dark twist to these characters, man. It, I, I, it's really enjoyable so far. I miss one episode. Yeah. I miss one episode. Yep. And this is what happens. Yeah, Ranger Reject, man. It's it's really it's really entertaining. I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, I, I'd give that one an eight. Uh, going over to our webtoons, got a high school um, five hundred and fifteen, seven. Give it a seven as well. Unordinary two thirty two, eight. Give that an eight. Solo leveling one fifty one, eight. Give that one a nine. Uh, Weak hero one thirty seven, eight. Eight from me and L seed one eleven, nine. All right. What was you guys' favorite chapter of the week? It's tough. 
Sakamoto. Okay. Had a couple nines here. Um, had soul leveling. Uh, had kaiju. Uh, I'd probably say kaiju is my favorite chapter. Kaiju or Black Clover? Those are both really good to me. I can't pick one over the other. Yeah, I would definitely say uh, Kaiju for me. Um, that's my favorite chapter of the week, but I Till See final page is the best page of everything I read this week, hands down. That yeah. page cracked me Best up. single page. That's, yeah. the next, best, that's the next thing. Yeah, is, uh, best single <laughs> page. What's the best single page you read all week? Yes, best single page. That, that was it. Uh, so our weekly poll results from last week is... Um, uh, so the poll was, with the incredible success of the Demon Slayer m- movie, do you think the new standard for anime films coming forward is to adapt canon arcs from the manga into movies instead of within the regular show? 63% of you said yes. Uh, 25% said, I hope not, but I get it. And 13% said no. Um, our current poll up is involving the Dragon Ball Super movie, which is basically just asking what your thoughts on who the villain could be. When I last checked it, it was pretty tight between the first three which the options I had were set for or like Cell, uh, Cooler, and Moro, and the last one's just other slash original. So if you want to go over there and vote on that, you can. You can also just use the hashtag, hashtag AM Weekly Poll, and you can find it that way. Uh, and give us a vote. We'd appreciate that. Um, do you guys have anything that you guys want to say? I'm going to say if you're still listening to us and watching us, we thank you, and it does help if you like, comment, subscribe, rate, anything you may be watching or listening this to this on it does help let's our show show up in searches and whatnot and hopefully get more people to watch or listen or even just give a click true it's also a shout out to the fact that of how horrible of a host that i am for this show because we've started the video format and i have not started a single episode saying you should like comment subscribe which (laughs) is what most people would say you need to do and i haven't done that once i'm so bad at this which is why i say it at the end of every episode do we have clickbaity thumbnails for our videos uh i mean i I wouldn't say so. I mean, I mean, the, the thumbnails are very straightforward with what we're going to talk about. I mean, I it's, a, it's a couple of pictures of this is what we're going to do. I was being a YouTubist now. Yeah, I just I figured I'd know. I'm a know. YouTubist? Yeah, yeah, YouTubist. Yeah, that's a thing with a term. Um, but yeah, my closing thoughts are uh, I can't believe you didn't put Garlic Jr. in the, uh, the polls. <laughs> Follow us on Animan Plus. And uh, we're running out of time. I'd like to apologize to Christopher Sabat. We couldn't get to your phone call today. Maybe next time. <laughs> What is wrong with you? <laughs> let, let, let him live his life. I can't. <laughs> this is why he's here. This is why he's here? Yes. Th- this is. That that crap he just said. Yes. God, okay. We just need to take the futon out, right? No, don't be like that. After all the all we've done to set this room up, and you're going to be like that? Yes. Why? Whatever. Well... Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hope you guys had a good time. Uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Yep. I got it this time. I'm going to start saying it at the beginning, I promise. All like, right? comment, subscribe. Uh, next episode, we will have Chris Abbott phone Shut interview. Up. Shut up. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, hopefully, again, you had a great time with this episode. If you made it all the way to the end, we appreciate the hell out of you for that. Make sure to go check us out on the polls and everything. Uh, you can vote on, our, vote on every poll that we put up, the chapter polls, weekly polls, etc. And we can just overall just have a good time together. Uh, support us further. Patreon is a great way to do so, as we say every episode. Uh, and also, please make sure to go check out Lighthearted, our gaming movie TV podcast. That one is back, rocking and rolling. We're having a good time there. I'm so pumped for that show to be back in action, guys. But uh, I think that's going to do it for us. So, until next time, have a good one. Bye. Bye.
Hey guys, I got a little bonus clip for you that was like the pre-show whenever I hit recording. It wasn't like over the top hilarious, but I still thought it was kind of comedic, so please enjoy. Didn't forget. Yes. Didn't forget. I did forget again the other day, but I only got like what, two minutes in? Yeah, literally it was just his talking points at the start. I was doing I was doing so good too. I was on a roll. I'm fa- I'm sitting here rocking and rolling. on all of it like, uh, yeah, basically, good. you know, I rolled through everything really well, and then like I just immediately just cut myself. I'm like, dang it, Zach, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to explain to John that hey, this is not normal. Okay? No, it is normal at this point. I've only done it a couple, a few times. <laughs> okay, but it, I'm still new to using this for recording. Didn't right? you not record an entire episode? No, you accidentally deleted an entire. Yes, I fucked it up. Yeah, because I was trying to get the the preview clip out of it, and I fucked it up, and I was gun shy for like twenty episodes to even do a preview clip after that because I fucked it up. I was just trying to get the preview clip of where I said Sonic is the best movie ever. Don't at me, and I accidentally turned that into my entire recording, so my recording was gone. Nick's was fine, but all mine was was. Sonic is the best movie ever. Don't at me. And that was the episode. You know, you 100% though should have just like just released the episode where Nick still talked. But every time you were supposed to talk, you just go, Sonic, Sonic is, is the, the best, best movie, movie ever. ever. Don't at me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I fucked that up. I don't know. It's just. You I, had the potential to make it so good though. I did. Yeah. And you know, I still have that. I still have it. Just so, re- yeah, <laughs> it's it as a secret. Episode. Yeah, I still have it, man. Yeah, I, I it just, was, just save it for the sequel. Yeah, dude, it it got. I was I wasn't used to audition right when we did that. I was still kind of getting back into because I remember the first day me and Nick went to go record episode one. I was doing some stuff around the house, and then it, it dawned on me where I'm like. I don't know how to use any of this equipment. Fuck, Nick's going to be here in like 15 minutes. And I quickly was like <laughs> plugging stuff. I'm like, all right, this is how this works. This is how that works. Okay, now what do I do here? How do I set this up? And then Nick gets here. I'm like, hey, man, I'm, I'm setting stuff up. <laughs> Grade A production coming out of Spark E3, ladies That's and gentlemen. Hilarious. All right. Sync? Yeah. Nani? And just for extra metrics, I like this one. What the f***? So, yeah, there we go. <clears throat> Let me wet my whistle again. <laughs> Damn. That was just that was just for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who listens to this fucking show? <laughs> <laughs>